Good morning. Back on March 21st, the Board of Supervisors Transportation and Land Use Committee held a meeting that lasted just under a minute and a half. So what can you do in a minute and a half? Well, I'll tell you. For Wednesday, April 3rd, it's your Loud and Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheelie Rest and East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or van pool, visit loudoun.gov commute or call 703 771 5665. Let's go. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by Loudoun County Transit. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Board of Supervisors Transportation and Land Use Committee meeting on March 21st lasted, by my count, 1 minute 27 seconds. What can you do in a minute and a half? Well, as regular listeners know, I'm a huge nerd, so I'm going to tell you, because it's an opportunity to talk about some things we don't usually have time to report. The minute and a half meeting is an unusual thing for this board. Committee meetings often last for hours. Meetings of the full board of supervisors, which begin at 5 p.m., often last into the small hours of the next morning. I can tell you, because I sit in them. In fact, at that meeting Thursday before last, the committee did four things, but they were all on the consent agenda. The consent agenda is a list of decisions the committee makes with a single vote and without discussion. Any single board member can pull an item from the consent agenda. It's meant to dispense quickly with uncontroversial decisions when you have a lot of decisions to make. First, the committee agreed to waive more than $10,000 in fees for the nonprofit Ebenezer Cemetery Company, which maintains two historic churches dating to 1756 and 1855, and both of which are on the National Register of Historic Places. The nonprofit also maintains a cemetery with burials dating back to at least 1798, including at least one Revolutionary War veteran and numerous veterans of all other wars. Ebenezer Cemetery Company is applying to the county to expand that cemetery to let it keep operating. They were facing charges of $1,750 to adjust the property's boundary lines on the county plats, $7,755 to file a site plan, and $910 for a grading permit. Making these kinds of applications to the county can be more expensive than you might expect. But the county has a policy allowing supervisors to waive county fees to some nonprofits. In fact, the Transportation and Land Use Committee by itself has the authority to waive up to $36,000 in fees. After that, you'd have to go to the full board. That committee had already waived $6,750 in fees for the cemetery project. Also on the agenda, the easternmost agricultural district in the county is going away, and it might have been further east than you expected. As we all know, Loudoun has a rural west and a suburban east. One other thing we have is agricultural and forestal districts. These are areas of the county meant to encourage and preserve agricultural and undeveloped land in part through tax benefits. Agricultural districts are assessed for real estate taxes at land use value, meaning at the value of the present use of the land, 
rather than the potential value of the land if you were to sell it. In other words, the fair market value. In Loudoun, where land can be much more valuable if you were to parcel it up and sell it to developers, that can help lower real estate taxes by lowering the amount of value on which the property owner is taxed. To ask the county to set up an agricultural district, among other requirements, there must be at least 200 contiguous acres of undeveloped or farmland. Most of these are where you might expect them to be, but the furthest east and south of all these districts is called the supercalifragilisticexpialidociouslybeautiful Agricultural and Forestal District. It is situated south of Braddock Road and mostly east of Gum Spring Road, near South Riding in the village of Conklin. The nearest agricultural district to that is almost seven miles away. The committee recommended terminating that district at the end of its 10-year renewal period on July 17th, since the owner has withdrawn all of the parcels in it from the district. This, like most land use decisions, had already been through the Planning Commission, which is appointed by the Board of Supervisors. There, the name tripped up a county planner who then had to admit she'd never seen Mary Poppins. And finally, the other two things the committee did at that minute-and-a-half meeting are also agricultural districts. They recommended renewing the Middleburg East and Middleburg West agricultural and forestal districts. As I said, all of these motions were passed with one vote, 4-0-1, with the one representing Chairman Gary Higgins, who was absent from the meeting, stuck in traffic. The recommendations on the three agricultural districts will now go to the full Board of Supervisors for an official decision. So, that's an insight into some of the things supervisors do that a local paper doesn't always have the chance to talk about. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, on April 10th, county supervisors will hold a public hearing on whether they should adopt a $100 tax on motor vehicles that are not displaying a Virginia license plate and a $250 penalty for owners who don't register their vehicles in time. By comparison, the cost of first-time registration and emissions testing in Virginia is $88. According to Commissioner of the Revenue Bob Wirtz, there are about 800 vehicles registered with his office that do not display current Virginia plates and are not otherwise exempt under state or federal law. The $250 fine would apply to cars that have not been registered in Loudoun after 60 days, the county's requirement for registering a vehicle after moving it here. Cars in a dump, an automobile graveyard, being held by the government, in other words, impounded by the police or something, or belonging to an active duty member of the armed forces would be exempt on the proposed rule. The public hearing begins at 6 p.m. On Monday, April 1st, exactly a year before Census Day, the county committee tasked with making sure everyone gets counted met for the first time. Loudoun's Complete Count Committee was developed according to guidelines from the U.S. Census Bureau, which is getting ready for its decennial census as mandated in the U.S. Constitution. It'll be next year. The committee is tasked with getting as many people counted as possible, especially in hard-to-reach and historically undercounted populations like underprivileged families or immigrant populations. A lot is on the line. On top of making decisions about government representation, election districts, transportation planning, and federal programs, a Census Bureau representative at the meeting said each person not counted means $2,000 a year lost. More than $675 billion a year in federal funding is at stake across the country. The 2020 census will be different than previous years. For one thing, for the first time, the census can be answered online. For another, it will be during a federal election year, which could mean it will be hard for the Census Bureau to break through all the noise. You can see the list of people on that committee in the story on our website. And former Washington Super Bowl champion quarterback Joe Theismann will return for the fourth year to host the Virginia Vine fundraiser. 
The V Foundation for Cancer Research will hold its fundraising event April 27th at Stone Tower Winery and the Salamander Resort and Spa. Over the years, Virginia Vine has raised more than a million dollars to support cancer research. Learn more at jimmyv.org slash virginiavine. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, two Lost Rhino Brewing Company favorites are coming back this month. Today, Matt's West Coast Refuge in Imperial Red Ale, created by the owner Matt Hagerman, is coming back. They open today at 11.30 a.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, create a fine for not listening. No more Mr. Nice Guy. And tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. I will call to order the um, Transportation Land Use Committee meeting for Thursday, March 21st. Um, First item on the agenda would be the adoption of the consent agenda, which would make things very easy for us. Is there a second? It's been imp- it has been moved and properly seconded uh, for the adoption of our consent agenda, which would include item number one, fee waiver request, Ebenezer Cemetery Company, Inc., in the Blue Ridge District. Item number two, the review and renewal, modification, or termination of the Middleburg East Agricultural and Forestall District in the Blue Ridge District. Item number three, the review and renewal, modification, or termination of the Middleburg West Agricultural and Forestall District in the Blue Ridge District. And item number four, the review and renewal, modification, or termination of the supercalifragilistic expialidocious Lee, beautiful Agricultural and Forestall District. Is there any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? That motion will carry 401 with Supervisor Higgins absent for the vote. Um, ladies and gentlemen, those are the items on our agenda. We have no further business, so I hereby adjourn the meeting. Well done.